Today on Indivisible Westchester, the podcast, Democratic Primaries 101. It's 2020. New Yorkers are voting. When, why, and how. I'm Shannon Powell. Today, we're talking about the upcoming Democratic primaries. It's 2020. Everybody's excited to vote. I have two gentlemen with me today. Bill Saratori, you're the executive director of the Westchester County Democratic Party. Thanks for joining us. And Bruce Campbell, lovely member of the IW Steering Committee. And you're also with the Mount Pleasant Democratic Committee, so wearing two hats today. We've all been waiting for 2020. Are people excited? I'm feeling the excitement, nervousness too, but what are you guys feeling? Everybody's fired up and ready to go. Um, if, if we had elections for dog catcher, we could, we, could elect, <laughs> we could elect Democratic dog catchers too this year. I think Bill's hit on it. I think Bill's absolutely right. Uh, this, is, this is the year. You said it too. This is the year everybody's been waiting for. This is it. Yeah. We've been practicing the last three years. We right. have, now yes. We're got, now it's time to like with, put that on the With great success. We've, yeah. had, yep, yep, we've yep. had a good couple of years. So we hope that wave will keep rolling. Yes. We have, yes. It's the big dance, as I like to refer to it. So let's start with the presidential primary because that there are a couple primaries we're talking about here, but they're on different dates, different times. The first one is the presidential. Right. That is on April 28th. The second one is statewide and congressional primaries, which are on June 23rd. But let's just talk about who can vote in these Democratic primaries. Let's get really basic because we had an uncle who called the other night and said, hey, I want to vote, when's the election? But he wasn't a registered Democrat, and he didn't understand that he, at present, could not vote in the Democratic primary for president. Who can vote in the Democratic primary for president and why? Registered Democrats <laughs> can vote in the primary. Okay. And uh, to do that, you, you, you've got a little bit of time left with which to do that, but you have to register. Otherwise, you will not be a counted as a registered Democrat. So yeah, what is a, that date? It, well, it's a, part, it's a party primary, as Bill says, so you have to be in the Democratic Party. Right. If you're now an independent or Republican or working family party or whatever, and you want to vote in the Democratic, this year's Democratic primaries, you have to change your party affiliation by February 14th. So you have to become a registered Democrat by Valentine's Day. That's a great day. It's a day share of love. love. love share the love. Share the love. Let's do it. Spread the love. All of it. Share, spread, be in love. Now, love who you vote you, for. Now, if, you have, if you've never, if you're not currently registered, mm -hmm. that's for changing registration. If you're not currently registered, if you're registering for the first time, uh -huh. you have until April 3rd okay. to register for the April 28th presidential primary. So there are two different dates. By Valentine's Day, in order to vote, change any, parties. I mean, in order to change parties, anytime this whole year, right. you need to do it. Then you need to become a Democrat. And then the other date is to for new voters, people who have not voted before. How do you even go about? How do you go about changing your voter registration or registering to vote? What do you do if you need to you, start the process? You go down to the board of elections and you say, "I'd like a registration form," and you can fill it out. Right there, and then there's little boxes to check. Check that big D. 
Right. It's a yeah. It's a voter registration. I think you can get it online. You too. can you get it. You don't have to go. You to can the, get it online. You don't have to go but, to the board of elections. But if you want, if you want the, you know, if you want the if you're a little experience. old school and you want the satisfaction, <laughs> if I gave it to somebody, I handed it in, and I saw that it was counted. I tend to be that way. It. I want to see that yeah. things are actually happening. Yes. And we can put a links to those voter registration right. forms up on our website, right. and it, because you along can't go with this podcast, so people, if they need to do that, can find the form. Because again, uh, yeah, access you, to you, to download it online and mail it in or and, right uh, it's right. very is very important now this new york presidential primary it's kind of late in the process i mean when we're talking about april 28th that's after a lot of other states yeah typically it's kind of a done deal but this year is feeling maybe a little different with no clear front runner Anything could happen. And a, and a plethora of candidates seeking and, the nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Bloomberg's coming in late. <clears throat> sure. How do you guys think this might play out? Well, so, uh, you know, I, you never know, right. honestly. But, but typically, um, if you sort of look at it historically, the, the, the winner of the Iowa caucus in many cases, is not the eventual nominee of the party. Mm. So Iowa gets a lot of noise and a lot of attention because it's so early. Right. And it's the first real test, really. It's the first time anybody is uh, voting for anyone, officially. Right. So Iowa gets a lot of attention because of that. And then it, it quickly dissipates because the following week is New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And then we're off to the races. And then, you know, Super Tuesday is 18 states. Right. And you mentioned Bloomberg. I mean, that's where Bloomberg is putting most of his effort into. Mm-hmm. So to the overall point, we could in March have, you know, Joe Biden, who's won a couple of states and, and you know, uh, uh, Bloomberg may have won a state or two, and Liz Warren may have won a state or two, and Bernie on down the line. Add, add to the list. But yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. Think, no, Bruce? if you have multiple, they're talking about the prospect for a long, long time of a possible <laughs> brokered convention. Yeah. And what is that? And Explain it, that. Well, brokered convention is where no candidate goes into the convention, which is the middle of July, with enough delegates to win. Oh my gosh! So that the you last have time that, that happened was 1968. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That wasn't didn't go so and, great. And, so and so <laughs> going on for delegates and for votes. That's a brokering. You know, one candidate right. will drop out and mm-hmm. suggest that the can that you uh, back right. another candidate, candidate X, and as right. they drop out, more and more. So broker, but with a brokered convention, New York becomes with no clear front runner. If we get to that point by April, New York becomes more important because it's got so many delegates. So we have a lot of delegates too. to dole out. So we yeah. could be the linchpin that puts someone over the top. Right. It's it's completely possible. So and then it won't be brokered because it'll, right. it'll solidify. But but yeah, that is the point. So it's really important to vote in the in the presidential primary. It's not necessarily going to be a done deal. And I see we're voting with Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, uh, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. Yeah, so. and that that's sort of new because New York many times was always on its own. So now there, there's a so that's sort of like another little mini. You know, like a mini super day because <laughs> so, you've got seven states voting. Bill, earlier before we started recording, you were talking about 1988 and your experience then. Explain what happened back then and how New York so, kind of yeah, was a so, late player. So in 88, by the time we hit the New York um, um, 
primary dates, there was still there was still active there was still an active campaign going on. So um, you know Jesse Jackson was running that year in addition to Al Gore, who was then a senator from Tennessee, and 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 uh, you know as well as Mike Dukakis, who was the eventual uh, who was the eventual nominee of the party. But it, at the New York stage, it was kind of interesting because Mayor Koch at the time actually actually endorsed Al Gore, which was a little bit of a of a shakeup. Uh, a lot of people thought it would be Jesse Jackson. And so it was a little, uh, it was a little fun. And I, uh, I wore a younger man's clothes then. And that was like sort of my first uh, go round at this. So it was kind of fun that New York was, uh, had a big say and a lot, a lot of media attention, obviously, because New York being New York, we get a lot of media attention. I'm just sensing that all bets are off. The rules have changed and it's really going to be hard to tell how everything's going to play out. That's just my general sense. It certainly is now. Uh, you can have as many polls as you want, but uh, I think as Bill said, Iowa often confounds a lot of pollsters. It's a caucus state. It's uh, you know that. Yeah. And uh, nobody's voted yet. I mean, well, as a actually, that's a good point because yes. I said I said voted, but yes. Iowa's a caucus, caucus state. state. Right. That's a whole different yeah. kind of. That's animal. a whole different podcast. Because, yeah, it <laughs> is. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right. Well, it's, <laughs> Essentially means that people you have to get everybody in a room, yeah. and they you have to convince people in a room to support you, as opposed right. to just going to the polls and voting. So, um, but um, uh, and people go to great lengths to say, "Oh, we yeah, we got right. a super warm tent, yeah. and we've got." But we, we have a straight up election coffee. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But, but but as of now, as as we sit here and speak right now, the, no one's cast a vote yet. Exactly. In the right. presidential primary and. Correct. Everything could change. And, so. and the sure. other thing, too, this year that's also new is we have early voting. So in addition to voting and registering, explain a little bit how early voting is going to factor in this year. Um, well, early voting is something, again, that the state legislature passed last year right. and that we experienced for the first time in elections in 2019. Mm -hmm. um, and next year, in both the presidential primary and in the other primary in June and in the general election, there will be early voting. And early voting kind of works, well, there's no voting the day before Election Day. Okay. But there's early voting the nine days before that. <laughs> right. So it, it's really a period. And Westchester of, County actually did really well. Yes, this, we did. Uh, we, we were, I think we were the number two overall turnout mm -hmm. in the state. So, exactly. So we, we did a good job, and that also is a good barometer for how, back to where we started with how fired up everybody exactly. is. Exactly. I think people are fired up. So everybody will be reading the tea leaves and looking, you yeah. know, trying yeah. to gauge the early no voting yeah, turnout and whatnot. So that's another thing to remember. You have the registration. Right. <laughs> you have the, the deadline to change your, your party affiliation if you need to. You have early voting, and then you go to the polls. Now, that's just for the presidential. We also have every other election, basically, every other primary happens then in June, on the 23rd of June. But what races are we talking about? What other primaries are there going to be besides the presidential? Well, there are, um, there's actually another national uh, race, uh, races for Congress. Uh, Westchester County, there are three congressional districts. Right. Um, we had, there's the 16th, which is where we had the incumbent, Elliot Engel. Elliot faces uh, several challengers in a primary yep. June, on the 23rd. Uh, there's the 18th district where uh, Sean Maloney, uh, Sh uh, Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Maloney, Maloney is, the in, is the Democratic incumbent also. 
He does not not face any uh, in, uh, primary challengers, so there's no primary there. And then there's the 16th, uh, the 17th, 17th district, which is where uh, Nita Lowy has been for 30 years. It's most of Westchester County and Rockland County. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nita is retiring this year mm-hmm. um, after 30 years of service. And there is an intense primary for the people, for someone who's going to uh, succeed her. There are right now, I count, nine filed and declared candidates. There are are other people who have filed but really aren't actively running at this point. But they have until April 3rd to file, actually. Wow. Um, There are 13 people who have contacted me to say they were interested in running. But to Bruce's point, yeah, there have been nine that have actually filed. But there are others. And, you know, I started hearing... uh, uh, there, there might be another one coming in from a uh, school, school board member, from right? Mount from Mount Pleasantville. Pleasantville, yeah. Pleasantville. yeah. So, so there's almost as many people running for Nita Lowy's uh, uh, open congressional <laughs> seat as there are presidential <laughs> candidates. Yeah. So That's that is going to be a wild and woolly uh, race. That's really an interesting way yeah. of putting it. And there are other races, so too. So in addition to those uh, three congressional districts, there are also statewide races there are uh, races for the New- every New York State senator and every New York State assembly member has to be reelected this year or mm-hmm. has to run, stand mm-hmm. for reelection this right. year. Uh, many of them face challengers. Um, there's really only one in Westchester County that affects us in the New York State Senate. In District 38, uh, which is really mostly Rockland County and Ossining, mm-hmm. uh, it's represented now by Senator David Carlucci who is running for Congress, and for doing that, he's stepping down. So uh, there's going to be a primary race for his seat in the New York State Senate. Um, Within the New York State Assembly, I believe there's only one seat also that's going to be challenged in the primary that I know of at this point, and that's the 93rd Assembly District. It's uh, White Plains, Mount Kisco, and Bedford uh, areas. It's currently represented by David Buckwald, David is also running for um, Congress for the congressional seat, right. so he's stepping down for the 93rd district. And again, for that race, I know there are at least oh, six candidates six for that right now. <laughs> <coughs> so we have we've got we've got a, a plethora there as well. So and that's going to be an active uh, active primary right. session as well. We could also have a DA primary. Oh yes, and, they, 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 <laughs> good. yes, absolutely. County. Well, now we're into the counties. So. All right, go ahead. Now we're into the county, <laughs> federal, state, county, but they're all on June twenty third. Okay, primary. Right. So now we're into the county. So yeah. the, the bottom line is, if you're a registered Democrat, you should plan to go vote. Correct on right. June the twenty third again with early voting, right, Bruce? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Early voting uh, before the twenty is from June thirteenth to the twenty first. For, for that for that primary election and yeah there, uh, there are as we just said there's a number of races doesn't matter where you live uh, there's going to be a, an important primary race that you can have a say in right and that you should have a say and in. we haven't touched the local stuff too and no, they're no, very local. In there, there no, we're not going to do we no, don't no, have no, no, <laughs> but I'm just saying like You're right, it, right it is, yes this, Back to the original yeah. topic of this is the year. Like yeah. everybody's running, everybody's up for right. re-election, right, everybody right, wants right. to vote, right. everybody's fired yes. up. So you right. know, if we can't be blue now, then I don't know when we can be. <laughs> no, I'm covering my ears. I don't even want to think about that. Now I'm going to throw a crazy question out there. Why don't we just have one primary date, make it simple, and be done with it? Good question. Why don't we? <laughs> Talk to your legislators. 
it's actually gotten, it's become better. Um, we really do have just one primary date in New York State now, except for president. Okay. That only happens every That's four every years. That's every four years. Right. So That's like different it. than yeah. everything else. Right, right, right. Used to be that the, the, the um, like the congressional primary for national offices would be in June, right. and the really local primaries for your September. state senators, state assemblies would be in September. Right. So you'd have more. The legislature this last legislature this last year consolidated those two mm-hmm. into this one date in June. Right. So aside from the presidency, they really are all on the same right. date. So as complicated as this sounds, it's actually better yeah. than it's it better was. Than it was. It's actually more simpler than it was. So <laughs> so June. So what's happened is, and Bruce, as Bruce, you know, eloquently pointed out, so June really now is the primary day. Right. So, uh, but in a presidential year, that's a separate set of rules. And so every four years, we're going to go through like we're going through right now. And we're going to be in better shape in four years. Let's all be positive, right? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Wait. Fingers, toes, crossed, uh, you know, <laughs> pray to the God of your choice, yes. uh, you know, whatever, your spiritual Do your leader, dance. Do yeah. your dance. Whatever. <laughs> I just knocked we on did wood. It with yeah. a, we did it with a county board of legislators. Right. Every, yeah. Everything yeah. that we've, we've turned yeah. that. We can do the same thing to the United States sure. Congress that we did sure. the County Board of Legislation. And that actually is a good point because there, there's <laughs> been super majorities before in the history of Westchester, uh-huh. but never to this degree. Well, that was going to be my one of my next questions is kind of what do you feel is the energy here in Westchester heading into this? You know, we said everybody's excitement, as, excited. As, but As crazy as it is in 15 to 2, which is where we are right now, is I think what's actually going to increase. Mm. I think we may... <laughs> I think we, we, we're going to see 16 to 1 and maybe maybe the full sweep. I, I, I'm, well, a, I, I'm hopeful. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, everybody you listen to, every commentator says that the suburbs are where it's all going to get played out. And the right. suburbs are, right. and there's no right. place that's more suburban, right, than Westchester that's County. That's true, yeah. I think we're going to have a big say in... Um, you know, in everything, yeah. and we've always kind of we've always been government. a bellwether for New York, though, correct? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Westchester County is always, you know, I mean, there was a long time where it was automatically aligned, you know, or, or not automatically, but it just we kind of went along with New York City, but mm-hmm. that's that that's a long time ago, um, and so Westchester County, Long Island. Um, have just as much to say as as the five boroughs of uh, the city of New York do. Right. So. so a lot to do. Let's not forget. I know we were talking about primaries, but election day. November third. I know you're gonna ask. That. November third. November third. Everybody put it on, on, on a big sheet of paper. <laughs> get right. it laminated. Highlighted. <laughs> yes. right. Get a tattoo. Send it to everyone you know and have them do it. That's right. Election day, November third. Early voting for that too. October twenty fifth to I November first. Bruce came prepared. That's why. That's, that's why you are our guest today. Bruce, Bill, thank you so much for joining us today. I know everybody is excited. Let's do it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. Proud member of the Demcast Network. Find us online at indivisiblewestchester.org, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Most importantly, keep on resisting.